0: Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with Baxter Robertson, founder, composer, and head tiger of the Tiger Club Band. Hey, Baxter.
1: Hi, Cynthia. How are you? I'm doing fabulous tonight. How about you? I'm doing great. I just, I do want to point out that... While our email and stuff like that says Tiger Club Band, it's not really a band, it's a club. That's why it's the Tiger Club.
0: I want to congratulate you on the success of your album, Mephisto Island. I love the energy.
1: Thank you so much. That's, uh, it, you couldn't have paid me a higher compliment. And uh, There are a lot of uh, great musicians that uh, are deserving of, of your compliment too, and I'll pass that along to them.
0: Well, thank you. I listened to all the songs, and the big band influence of the song "Entrance of the Tigers" I think is my favorite. Tell me about that song and the inspiration for this amazing album.
1: Well, a little bit about "Entrance of the Tigers." Uh, you know, I'd written plenty of material for this band before, and I, when I was trying to come up with new material for it, uh, I decided that we probably needed some sort of processional, uh, something that would kind of, uh, maybe we would play first in a set to kind of get the mood started, and so I you know, I kind of put that beat together, which is kind of like a early late 50s, early 60s kind of loungy beat, and then did a a kind of just a, a tigerized bluesy arrangement around that, but keeping that beat going to kind of just do an introduction you know for the band so while that song isn't the first song on the record it's sort of the essence of what you might hear us start with at a show.
0: Well who can we credit as your major music influences your music is so unique.
1: Oh shoot there's a lot of them I mean for this project I mean I've I've done a lot of writing in a lot of styles but for this project, when I decided to, to do something primarily instrumental, I turned to my library and, uh, and when I looked at my library, I had some Henry Mancini, I had some Herb Alpert, I had some Junior Walker in the All-Stars, I had some, uh, what else did I have, all kinds of, Bossa Nova certainly is in there, and uh, Esquivel, um, and other, you know, movie composers from from say late late '50s, early '60s, to kind of give me a a vibe. And certainly then going into the like more like the Junior Walker funky some funky stuff with horns is part of what we do too. So uh, you know we we might be, but those are sort of the influences that got me started on the project.
0: You founded the Tiger Club in 2004 because you wanted to play more adventurous music. What's the backstory behind the Tiger Club and who are its members?
1: I'll I'll answer the last question first. We have a pretty vast uh, membership right now. We started with uh, just a few friends of mine who are fantastic musicians. But as we, as the project grew from its inception, and we did, especially when we did Mephisto Island, we knew that we wanted to expand our, our, the roster of people just to do the recording sessions, if nothing else. Uh, Because the music I had written for the record was, you know, much larger in scope. So we decided to just expand, get whoever we needed, who make contacts? Uh, it, some people we used we, we hadn't met before, and they were wonderful. Uh, others we knew from from friends, and then they all came into the club. So that's that's the members. Um, the backstory was that I had um, been doing most of my life. I've d- uh, written lots of kinds of music during the '70s, '80s, and early '90s. I was primarily a songwriter, and I have songs in 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 motion pictures and TV from from way back when and uh, I just didn't feel like I wanted to do something in a band that would that had you know that was trying to do pop music as I you know I felt that that was something for more younger people and all that so I wanted to get into a uh, wanted to create a project for myself that would include all ages. That was that was sort of timeless, and would allow me to play keyboards, which I love to do, and um, and and try to go out and play live and see what kind of reaction I got from people doing this kind of music live. And when I did, it, the reaction was undeniably good. So the, the gentleman. And on stage all agreed, this is really something fun and let's keep doing it because the audience loves it.
0: You have an extensive music background. Fill us in.
1: Okay, well just the short the short version is piano at age seven, sax at age nine, guitar at age twelve. I am loath to tell you how old I am now, but let's just say decades of experience on those instruments. I played uh, in rock bands and in big bands all through high school. I've tu- I toured uh, the states and Japan while I was still in high school doing big bands. Um, and then later on, uh, after I graduated from UCLA with a, a degree in composition and theory, I, uh, I was in a street band for a long time that then went on to be its own, had to have its own record uh, deal. After that, I got signed to uh, RCA and then Atlantic Records as a solo artist on the, uh, the, those labels, doing primarily pop rock, you know, in the 80s. And uh, and then I got out of that and have been doing different kinds of music ever since.
0: Well, I'm a painter, and so I am attracted to the wonderful graphics on your website homepage and on the album covers thank Who's you.
1: The artist? Uh, her name is Kath and <laughs> that's that's kind of all I know. I know that she is somewhere in eastern Europe. I know that my partner Cal found her through Fiverr I believe it was and we both agreed oh she's she's magnificent. This is a gal we should try to uh, help us, try to get to help us uh, design our website and our look um, going forward and she's been wonderful to work with.
0: Most definitely. And your videos are very artful and unique and they fit the music perfectly. Do you produce them
1: yourself? We have a wonderful member of the band who is our drummer live on occasion most of the time. His name is Gary Durrett. He also drummed on my records way back in the 80's. He's drummed with the artist Juice Newton uh, who had a hit back then. He's a fabulous drummer, but he also has made his living for decades as a video editor, especially with regard to trailers, motion picture trailers for Disney and other uh, you know, large movie companies. And we just give the songs to him and let him go nuts.
0: As you know, Amuse Now is about artists helping artists. And I'd really like to hear what advice you have for other instrumental projects who are trying to make a name for themselves?
1: That's a great question. Um, I would say that first and foremost try to design something that you can take out and play live without too much production. That is to say don't try to over uh, overreach in your scope of trying to get out to play live because That's really where you're going to get the most instantaneous feedback on your art, or in my case, on my music. I don't consider myself too much of an artist in that sense. I prefer to think of myself as a craftsman because I would let other people decide if I'm an artist or not, and that would be great. But, but yeah, design something that you can go out and play live and try to Find the things about what you want to do that are going to engage the audience. What's going to entertain your audience? um, And try to establish those points of connection so that you can create something with a purpose going forward that's going to get people to, you know, react in a positive way to what you're doing. And in in the Tiger Club's case, people just have fun you know what we what we try to do is play a kind of a a show a kind of a music or it's very eclectic as you know that that where people go to the show and they go oh my god what what did I I just see here this and it was really fun and hopefully you, you leave with a smile on your its its it's not unlike the depression era sort of notion of entertainment where you would love for people to to forget their lives or troubles or what have you for a while and just like get lost in the atmosphere of the show so advice to other instrumental projects is try to find out what your strength is how is that going to translate to get an getting an audience to react favorably
0: excellent advice it, people are so into lyrics now that you really have to bring an experience and feeling when you're playing live if you're not going to have lyrics and only music.
1: Well, I have an admission to make here in front of the entire world. If you came to a Tiger Club show, you would see us sing as well. (laughs) Okay, so you do know Yes, we do. After all, it is a show, so we throw in. Uh, numerous vocals to intersperse with the, uh, the instrumentals and and sort of have a movable stage, what we call a, move, uh, a moving stage, that is to say, to switch up the combinations of things going on, have people move around, and uh, perhaps bring people on the stage, have people go off, so that it has a, what we would call a review format you know here's this thing that's gonna happen now here's this thing that's gonna happen I sometimes I bring up a female vocalist or two and they will sing a song and then they'll go away and so forth stuff like that
0: well I hope you come up to the Pacific Northwest because I would love to see that
1: we would (laughs) love to come
0: Baxter I had a wonderful time getting to know you today
1: and I too and I you. so let's let's continue this offline sometime, seriously. But no, I appreciate your time and everyone watching. I appreciate them, you know tuning in and and you know seeing what we're about a little bit here.
0: Is there anything that you want to tell us about what's coming up next for the Tiger Club?
1: We have a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, right after Thanksgiving, we're releasing our Christmas single, which is, two songs, both of which are vocal songs. One is a tigerized version of a uh, Motown song called Purple Snowflakes, which also has a video by Gary Durrett. Uh, The other song is uh, California Christmas written by Lieber and Stoller, a very little-known but great California Christmas song. So we've got that coming up um, after the first of the year Uh, We plan to do uh, some more recording, probably early spring. I have a bunch of new instrumental stuff written, and we do have a few more vocals after.
0: I wish you all the best with all your projects. And yes, keep in touch. Email me. Let's let's contact each other outside
1: of. Thanks so much for your time, Cynthia. I appreciate it.
0: Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment, a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about Amuse Now, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me at ccon@amusednow.com. at